The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome into the Online Enquirer podcast. Jeremy Werner, Derek Piper, and... Alana fans got a good sweat in after Thanksgiving, after filling your guts with all that food. Uh, you get to sweat through this Illinois basketball victory, which Brad Underwood, we knew, would love a little bit of a test after two just blowout wins over lower-level opponents there. But I don't think he was expecting to sweat this one out for 30 minutes, uh, 39 minutes and 59 seconds. Basically, is how this one went. As Illinois beats Ohio 77-75. to they needed a game like that, Derek. But again, it was a little closer than I think they would hoped. Yeah, 100%. When you were down eight with just a couple of minutes to go, Iowa makes some big plays. DeMonte hits a big three in the corner. And you know Iowa's a closing time killer. You weren't necessarily hoping that he would have to show it at this MTE. But uh, I did think that going in, you hoped that Ohio would be the team to give you a little bit of a push, to challenge you, show some adversity. Uh, and they definitely did that and more. Jason Preston was ridiculous. I mean, he made plays all over the floor. I thought Io obviously was Illinois' best option defending him, but he made still some really, really tough shots. And, yeah, Brad Underwood's going to love going back to the film and pointing out a lot of things that his team needs to get better at. Kofi has to be a lot better. Georgie did not play very well, particularly, you know, both of them really defensively. And you can learn a lot from a game like this, and you're just glad that you're doing it after a win. Yeah, so – Previous Illinois teams that have been really, really good have had games like this. Even the 0405 Illini had to struggle through some games early in the season. This is why you schedule some of these mid-major opponents early in the season so that you don't you know, go into a game like Baylor without being tested. Uh, and that's how it turned out today. And it kind of, as Brad said, went perfect because they found a way to win. They did show some toughness. Previous Illinois teams under Underwood probably don't win this game, uh, which we've seen in, in recent history, and some John Gross teams the same way, right? So they find a way to come back and, and get the victory, and you mentioned the two stars there, Io DeSumo and DeMonte Williams, but we'll dive more into them. But Derek, what bothers you most, if you're Brad Underwood, uh, from this game? Like, What didn't you see today that, that gives you the biggest concern and that you have to address going into next Wednesday? I think when you look at an Ohio team, first and foremost, shot 55% from the field in the second half, and you really just couldn't bother them. And they were on pick and rolls, and would get, you know, alley oop dunks that were open, or you weren't covering a four man who showed you that he could shoot it, and you weren't getting out on him. I know Illinois felt really good about their defense against, frankly, two of the worst offensive teams in the country in A&T and Chicago State. 
So there were some holes there. And when DeMonte is playing the four, you're going to have a little bit of a size disadvantage against some certain matchups. George is in there. I just don't think he defends very well and, and he makes too many mistakes. Uh, but I would really focus in on Kofi because these were three opponents, and I know he had three double-doubles, and you sit there and you're like, okay, uh, you got to appreciate that because you, you don't just find that anywhere. But he didn't dominate like you wanted him to. You still see some of the same issues from last year as far as him fumbling the ball and just not being clean with it in the post. And uh, me and you talked about it you know, before the pod. Defensively, he is hunting some blocks and, and getting caught in the air and just being undisciplined there. And, and that's, that's something he's going to have to fix when you go up against Baylor, when you go up against Duke, and what, what's coming up. I wrote it down early in the game. He had a good offensive possession, and he followed up with getting beat down the court, right? I mean, he's a rim runner, uh, and one of the things that he works on so much is conditioning, and he just got beat up and down the court. And for me, it's more of a mindset thing with Kofi. It looks like he's hunting block shots right now rather than just playing really good defense. Uh, there were some possessions he got caught way too low under the basket, and you know some of these post players on Ohio were able to get buckets over him. Uh, that's what bothered me. At the same time, I struggle with player grades with him more than anybody, Derek, because he hasn't been that great. And Brad said he's been okay. I asked him about it after the game. He said he's been okay, but when he's on the court, Illinois was a plus 15 today just because his sheer presence is a game changer for Illinois. They're 15 points better when he was on the court today because he dominates the glass. Illinois won the glass 45 to 25 today. He had 14 of them. He had 13 points, gets to the free throw line, is able to finish off some easy dunks. Um, you don't win this game without Kofi Coburn, obviously. Uh, and he's just a game changer when he's out there. But I haven't seen a lot of progress. Like I've seen improvement from Io DeSumo from his offseason. I just don't know if we've seen improvement yet from Kofi, which he's still a really impactful player. But if he wants to be that NBA big, the dominant force in Big Ten, which he can be among big men uh, outside of Luka Garza, then he needs to make some improvements. I, I mean, I, we know he works hard. I just haven't seen much improvement from him through three games. It's a completely fair point. And, yeah, we have set that bar, and, and, and Kofi has for himself, and that he wants to make the jump to the next level after this year. He wants this to be his final season in college basketball, and uh, he's going to have to clean up some of his weaknesses from last year or just, yeah, take it another step further from what he showed. Look, the baseline and his production as a freshman was ridiculous. And, and just, again, to be able to show up and dominate for stretches like he does, there was in the second half, Illinois comes out, scores six points the first six and a half minutes, Io goes to him three times in a row. It's a 7-0 run with a couple of dunks and and one. That's just him being so massive and so so physically imposing inside. But you look forward, and when you're going to face high major teams, when you're going to face Big Ten teams, some of those plays aren't going to come as easily. You're going to have to make some plays with your back to the basket, make a post move, or, or just defensively, you're going to have to be more disciplined. So uh, areas for him to, to grow and get better. Once again, the tests are coming up, and you're going to have to see it real quick. Yeah, and uh, I think another part of, that we have to shine on uh, is the lack of energy this team had, Derek. Uh, Ohio came out with a ton of energy. You could tell they were trying to slay a giant today, and, and Illinois got that target on their back. I mean, any team that's a non-conference, lower-level opponent's coming in here with that mindset, but Ohio was picked number two in the MAC, uh, so they thought they had a chance. They have a star uh, in Preston who had his best game ever uh, today. But they had energy on their bench. They're smack-talking when Georgie's missing free throws or Adam Miller missed some key free throws uh, early in the game. And, and that was really hurting Illinois was some of those free throws. But the bench energy for them was unbelievable. 
Finally, you saw some life from Illinois' bench click about midway through the second half, and that's when that run started. And Brad Underwood, we'll get into DeMonte's game here. He gave a lot of credit, though, to DeMonte Williams for starting that. And finally, the rest of the game, you saw some of that energy. But um, you have to be locked in every night to live up to it. And, and Io DeSumo has been. DeMonte Williams has been. The rest of these guys got to catch up, uh, whether it's Kofi bringing it every possession or these freshmen, right? I mean, Adam Miller got tested today, and he didn't have a great game. He, was, he had some big shots later. Uh, Georgie Bashanishvili, the energy kind of went negative today. Uh, Trent Frazier was non-existent at times today, so those guys have to bring that energy every game. Uh, otherwise, every team's trying to knock you off. It was real easy to feel good about yourself when you beat two teams by 55-plus right off the bat, and... Yeah, Adam Miller, which, look, he's, he's been great, uh, at least for the first two games. Didn't have the outside shot going today, but uh, looked real comfortable and composed in the, in the press room and seemed like it was all going to come easy. Obviously, that was a wake-up call today for, for Illinois in general. It, it shows the value of a crowd, the value of a home court environment. I think that maybe normally the Orange Crush gives you that. or I mean, let's be honest, when Illinois is eighth in the country, I know it's the week of Thanksgiving, you maybe still get 15,000 in here, and maybe that gives you your extra push. Well, yeah. And that 17-4 run, like usually the, the lid pops off and Illinois just rides that to a victory. That didn't happen today uh, because, one, Ohio was really good. Kudos to Jeff Bowles and, and Preston for that, and, and Vanderplass <laughs> had a fantastic game. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that, that was lacking, and Illinois just kind of let off the gas a little bit. Thought they were going to coast to a victory because that's what they do here. It didn't happen. Yeah, you got to fix that. And I, I think clearly when you're going to go into a matchup against Baylor or you're going to play Duke that I wouldn't question the, the intensity level or just the folks for Illinois. But you're, you're going to see teams, even their lower-level Big Ten teams, try to come in here and do the same thing. Am I a huge fan of chatty guys and walk-ons on the bench saying, Adam Miller, you suck, or, or whatever? No, not really, but you got to shut those guys up. you got to be able to, to respond and, and, and outclass them. Illinois didn't do that, and that's why you heard a lot from the Bobcats today. All right, when we come back, let's talk about a guy who's taking his game to the next level, one big positive, but also the rest of the supporting cast not playing so well. That's next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Derek Piper, some people, the player grades, as you know, the message board gets uh, feisty about some of those evaluations we make, but I've given DeMonte Williams two five-star grades over the last couple of games just because I love what he is bringing. I just feel like he's played his role almost perfectly um, through three games here, and today was maybe his best game of his career. Uh, 11 points. Uh, it's only one of five games. He's had double-digit points here at Illinois. Tied a career high with three threes today, made three of four. He's now 15 of 26 from three over his last 12 games. Hit one of the biggest shots of the game to go ahead under a minute. Preston followed that up, and DeSumo obviously uh, gets the free throws to win it. But uh, a career high 10 rebounds as well, and he plays pretty good defense. He had a battle today, some of those bigger guys. But I, I just think he's taking his game to the next level. And while DeMonte does not like talking to media, he does not like giving us things, he's not going to say he wasn't confident. Uh, it is easy by just seeing the shots he's taking, um, the shots he didn't take previously. He is at another world of confidence right now as a shooter, which combined with everything else he brings to the court as a glue guy, makes him such an invaluable piece. And right now, besides DeSumo, nobody on Illinois is playing better. 100%. There's, there's no hesitation in his shots from the perimeter. It's coming good off his hand, and he, he's knocking them down, whether he's open, uh, hits the big one from the corner late. And, and that really is a sign where that's just such a difference between who he's been throughout his career and up to this point where he might be the last guy on the court you want shooting that shot for, for a big part of his, his, his time here and nine straight games in the Big Ten last year without a point and now shooting over 50% from three in his last 12 games. There was even a stretch where he catches the ball on a fast break and doesn't necessarily have a look, but takes it to the rim and gets fouled. That's just aggress aggressiveness, confidence that we haven't seen from him before. And then, yeah, he's bringing everything else. We talk a lot about replacing Alan Griffin and his three-point shooting. How about his rebounding? Andres Felice's rebounding. DeMonte's taking it up another level, gets his first double-double today as far as rebounding. And, uh, yeah, he's just playing a great role all around for this team. Can I say one more thing about Desumu? We We cannot, like, just – we have to appreciate what he's doing right now. Uh, through three games, I'm doing math in my head right now, which is always, always dangerous. But he's got 77 points through three games. Uh, he's got 20 assists through three games, and he has 24 rebounds, or 22 rebounds through three games. I mean, he's been 
unbelievable, Derek. Um, he's the guy who brought it from the tip. Now, Preston matched him, which kudos to Preston. That was an unbelievable performance that really should help him uh, if he's going to be an NBA prospect. But um, Jasumu has taken his game to another level, and he's really carried uh, Illinois. He carried Illinois for most of the day today. And, of course, that last play, he said he wasn't nervous. Uh, he, he had it all. And, you know, Ohio kind of overplayed it, and he got to the rim, got to the free throw line, and, and sank him. We, we just shouldn't overlook um, or underappreciate what he's doing right now. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where you're down with seven seconds to go, about ready to get upset and ho-hum. Io goes, saves the day for you. How many times we've seen it in, in those late-game scenarios. That's amazing. Uh, obviously, we, we know he's someone that has been able to score the ball at a, at a great clip. He's really getting to the rim a lot off the dribble. That's been encouraging to see. Uh, his effort level, rebounding-wise, has gone gone up a notch. Uh, the assists, obviously. And then I think defensively, we talked about throughout the offseason, he has another, another level to get to as far as being a lockdown defender night-to-night. Preston had it going early. He wanted the matchup, drew it, and, and gave him his best fight throughout the game. So um, can we put him on an ESPN mock draft? I know he went one for four from three today. Didn't shoot it great yesterday, but come on. He's What's getting, up, Gaboni? We saw Schmitz and uh, I saw Schmitz in Maui, and they, and they were looking at him then. Uh, they liked Taylor Norton Ducker more because he was really good. But um, I don't know what Gavoni and Schmitz have against him. Like Sam Vicente has him in his top 30. Um, I, I know Jeremy Wu had him, I think, in his top 30. Gary Parrish, which Gary's more of a college guy, um, had him in his lottery. I don't know if I'd be that high, but I don't know why an NBA team wouldn't want him. So, yeah, we, we should write an angry letter to the editor, if that's still a thing, uh, to Jonathan Gavoni. What are you thinking? Um, you are right, Demonte Williams. I, I think this is a game where you needed that because this is where you kind of missed Andres Felice was who's that other guy who can make a big bucket or settle you down and, and spur you on a run? And Demonte Williams uh, certainly was that. Adam Miller had a couple moments there. Uh, but Trent Frazier was silent today, um, just not very aggressive looking for a shot. Now, he didn't turn it over that much, um, you know, took care of the ball, defended okay, but you could see that's where Preston took advantage of him with his length and size, and teams are going to take advantage of that. Georgie did not play well. Jacob Grandison did not play well. Andre Crabello, we didn't hear, um, we didn't ask either uh, how bad that injury was, but it looked like a rolled ankle. He was able to put weight on it, which is a good sign. Uh, Coleman Hawkins got yanked pretty quickly because he was not very good on defense, especially in transition. This is where the depth, you know, you're counting on young guys. And when you're counting on young guys for depth, and and Trent Frazier had a good day yesterday, but not not a good day today, um, that's where you're concerned. Those guys all have to step up their games. And that's why I thought Trent was really smart yesterday, talking about Andre and, and Adam, talking about how great those guys are, how talented they are, but we got to get them ready for Baylor and Duke, not for Chicago State and North Carolina A&T. Right, and Brad said, I know what's coming for them. They may think it, this comes easy. This is what it's like every night, you know, against Chicago State A&T. It, it's not. You're going to have some, some nights where the ball doesn't go in for Adam here. Had some decent looks from three. It just didn't go down. Curbelo continues to turn the ball over at too high of a rate. I mentioned before, you know, we've seen that out of some other guards as freshmen, that that's going to be a struggle. And I just think that's something you're going to have to live with. But, yeah, rolled ankle. I know he told Paul Schmidt on the bench. He said, I'm good, I'm good. He was trying to keep it loose. Didn't see him back in that game. Uh, Coleman Hawkins, again, I think offensively, we haven't really gotten a chance to see it where his shooting, what he can do. But, Defensively rebounding, those are concerns. It's going to take some time for him to settle in. Uh, 
but yeah, when, when some of these guys don't perform, when George's not playing well, all of a sudden that bench is pretty thin. All of a sudden your rotation is pretty thin. Uh, Trent got a three late. I think he was open top of the key. A lot of times in that ball screen, Io didn't necessarily see him. Hit one late, but defensively, Preston went at him at every opportunity, and Trent had no answer. And then Trent missed some free throws as well that you got to make. That's where you miss Alterson too, right? And, and I, I wouldn't expect that, you know, he's not here right now. I wouldn't expect him to uh, make an impact this season. And I, I was messaged about Be- Benjamin Bossman's Verdonk. Listen, guys, I just don't th- if a guy's not playing right now, it's going to be very difficult, one, for them to get healthy, two, for them to get confident, and three, to crack the rotation, right? I, I, I just think people should put it in their minds that those guys aren't probably going to be a big part of this team. The team you're seeing the last three games, that's your rotation. And right now it looks like an eight-man rotation with Grandison, Bashanishvili, Crabello off the bench, and maybe Hawkins at some point can, can gain a little confidence. Yeah, it's one thing for a player like, Io last year goes down with an injury. I know he missed one game, but to step right back in and, and have that role. Bossman hasn't played a game since last December, and even then he still had a lot to prove, a lot to show. He's been out for you know a month or two with the foot injury. It's been nagging, so he's not going to all of a sudden put on a uniform here in a week or whenever it's going to be uh, and be able to help you right away a whole lot. That would be surprising if he was able to do that. So, uh, yeah, it's going to have to be – Grandison at the four. Uh, I think it was disappointing about what you got and what you didn't get from him today because uh, I know that Brad mentioned the post game. You're going to see more of Georgie and Kofi paired together in the front court. I just don't think it's going to work a whole lot. I'm telling you, even offensively, some of the spacing got clogged in the middle when Georgie's on the perimeter. And they lost each other on a huge three by Vander, what's his name? <laughs> Vander Plaats. <laughs> um, uh, reminds me of the movie Euro Trip. Uh, the, the place they went, Vanderposs. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got lost defensively and gave him an open three, and that, that could have been a game winner right there. And, and that's stuff that I don't see how it works. I think Brad loves the idea of it, uh, but I just don't think it works very well. Yeah, and, and Georgie had some opportunities in the post. He got ripped one time and, and failed to finish a couple of others. Uh, minus 10 in the plus minus. That means he's not, he's not playing well enough. And uh, yeah, Georgie's got to be better. Well, and in that uh, late run, like after you got that 58-53 lead, it was all with Kofi on the bench and Georgie uh, playing, and uh, that, that's a like that, as well as Kofi can, he can be much better. Um, he still makes such a big impact when he is on the court. All right, Derek. So we got three games, and I think we got a nice feel for this team a little bit. We get to see them dominate some some bottom 50 Ken Palm teams. I think we saw a Mac contender against Ohio, and they they struggled to get that one and show some flaws. So, uh, what do you think about this team heading into Baylor, number two Baylor, who hasn't played yet? They're going to play two games the next couple of days in Vegas. Um, one against Washington, that's on Sunday. Uh, so they're going to have a lot of games and a lot of days here right before they play Gonzaga, who looks fantastic right now. Uh, but Illinois should rise in the rankings, even despite today, because Kansas lost ahead of them and uh, Virginia lost today. So that's the good news. Illinois did not lose. So they will stay in the top ten of the rankings here. What do you think about this matchup coming up against Baylor? I'm excited. I'm ready to see it. Uh this, today's game didn't really change a ton in terms of the way you, you look at it. I know that Illinois is going to go and have a lot of things to clean up, but, uh, you know, great matchup against Baylor. They have a great stable of guards. Jared Butler's a preseason All-American. They returned four starters from last year on a team that, similar to Brad's, hangs their hat on being really tough and gritty and great defensively and, again, have an elite guard to, to get it done. So, uh 
it's going to be a great battle. You're going to need some of those supporting cast members to step up because I'm sure that I'm sure they're going to scheme around trying to prevent Io from from dominating the game and. We'll see if Kofi can take another step forward here in the next coming days as well. Isn't this weird, too? Because I think about playing Baylor and all their bigs they've had over the years, right? And Illinois has the more dominant big in this game. I think Flo Thamba is the backup big for Baylor, by the way. Um, yeah, this is this is where I think Kofi, take your game to the next step. I think it's a big game for him because I, I don't think Baylor's got a guy um, who can compete with him. Now, they have more depth probably at that position, but um, it's a big Kofi game for me. 100%. Yeah, when you get the advantage, you got to take take advantage of it. I know that they, they lost their five-man from last year. His name's escaping me, but he was one of the best defenders in the Big 12 as well. So uh, to have that opportunity for Kofi, you got to see him step up. I really look forward to diving into the film for Baylor here in the coming days. We'll, we'll do a Piper's film room coming up, break it down. Love it. Uh, we got a lot coming up for you on Illini Inquirer. I'll have a piece on Demonte Williams. What are you writing after this game, Derek? I think you can take a couple of angles. I'm interested in maybe pointing out a couple of things that you learned from today, just as far as what Ohio exposed on film and um, could write the Ohio story about being a closing time killer, but you probably read that too many times. Yeah, well, the player grades coming up here, and of course, we have an Illinois football game tomorrow against number five, Ohio State. They will be without their coach, Ryan Day, as he tests positive for COVID-19, and uh, we'll probably not see some players for them as well. Uh, we'll have you covered at Illini Inquirer for that, and don't forget, 75% off right now, our sale of the year. If you went uh, your crazy Black Friday shopping, uh, easy places to save money at Illini Inquirer. If you don't have VIP uh, access right now, $75 savings with the 75% off deal. So check that out at Alana Enquirer. Derek, you're a guy in Indianapolis, man. Um, it's going to be an interesting environment, but but a big time one. Uh, at Banker's Life Fieldhouse, where we were supposed to be in March, uh, when we got called back and said not to go to it. Uh, but this is going to have there's a potential Final Four preview or Elite Eight or Sweet 16 preview. These are two of the best teams in the country. Yeah, it's find out a lot about yourself. Opportunity if you're Illinois to, if you win that game, probably slot yourself into the top five and better your resume for what's coming up in March. The, the chance to try to get a number one over number one seed or whatever it may be. But yeah, I'll try to hold down the fort. Let's just hope that game gets played. You got to cross your fingers each and every day with, with what's going on now. But uh, yeah, let's hope for the best. Kudos, Illinois, for pulling this off. Uh, the MTE it was, it was a nice event. Uh, all these teams got to play, and it was safe for these players, and they pulled it off. So that, that was one of my questions. Can you pull this off with all these cancellations going across? So it was great to have college basketball back. Great to have this Illinois team back. But we saw today some flaws, but we also saw this weekend how good uh, they can be. Even against bad teams, I mean, you beat them by 60 points. Um, that's pretty impressive for Illinois. All right, for the latest on Illinois basketball, check out IlliniInquire.com. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the Illinois football game. We'll see how much you enjoy it afterwards. Uh, but enjoy it, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Yes, Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't 
ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.